So here's the thing about stupid people. <laughs> you always have to you, hang on people. You always have to hear them out. I I you know I see I see a lot of stupid people because in today's society most people are. And do you ever think like do they know how stupid they are or are they completely <laughs> ignorant to their stupidity? Honestly, I thought about this. They're 100% ignorant. I mean, like, like you walk, like you walk into Walmart, and there's like, you know, some like forty-year-old guy with flip-flops and a, a a duck inner tube, you know, walking through the ice cream <laughs> section. And you're like, oh my god! And you're like, D- does he know what is going on? Should I tell him? <laughs> and that, in a nutshell, is the topic of today's podcast. <laughs> oh my god! What? A ducky inner tube. <laughs> You've got the dummies, Ben and JJ, coming at you with wisdom from the Bible and beyond. This is Dummies with Wisdom. So our actual uh, our actual uh, topic today, which kind of is that, is not just about stupid people, but when we're discussing anything today, there's this constant like tension between: do we just are we should we just be blunt and you know speak truth and you know and not care what people think necessarily, or do we try to to win people over? And I think there's we can answer this you know obviously as Christians, but we can answer this in like the realm of just societal political problems or we can also answer this in the on the side of like church stuff and right. faith related topics yeah i like this question a lot too um just it's almost like it feels like we're following up a little bit with some of the stuff we've been talking about lately um and then even just looking around culturally there seems to be a much i don't know like a it's not so it's it still is kind of a great there's some gray areas but it's a lot more black and white as far as having to figure out what is true and what is um you know as a believer things that we should be avoiding and then how we're reacting to that i think in the past we've been able to be a little bit more passive in some ways um yeah. and walk through especially with christians i think that's the bigger maybe question with it um and non-believers too but mostly believers and the way that we live um, and actually starting to have to make some pretty like hard decisions on, okay, where do we stand on um, certain topics? Like what we were talking about a couple weeks ago with like the social media stuff. I think that was a really good example of um, how do we, how do we not live in that gray area? Um, yeah. But like kind of like you're just talking about, like there is a point where um, there needs to be grace but there's also going to be a point yeah. where truth needs it needs to um truth always needs to gonna excuse me truth always needs to shine through and i think a lot of times that needs to be us literally saying truth you know um, yeah yeah there's a lot of different ways to say that um or you know speak truth um but i think sometimes it's i think what we found it a lot of times it's uh you know, very situationally based and there's almost levels to how are you going to speak that truth? Yeah. 
And I think with in, in the real world, this, you know, line between, I mean, there's, there's always going to be like, the truth is always the basis there, mm-hmm. whether you're trying to win people over or you're trying, or you're saying it how it is, you're, you're using truth. It's just whether you're being just like basically straight out blunt, or if you're trying to more engage the people mm. and, you know, maybe, maybe convince them rather than just like saying, here it is, yeah. take it or leave it. And I think. Yeah, with what you said, I think that's a great point about the passivity versus, um, I guess, more like the lack of that even being an option yeah. uh, today. I think to answer this, I think the obviously this is a scale. It depends on on what the topic is, and like I said, whether we're talking about the political realm, whether we're talking about the the religious realm and faith and church based stuff. Um, I think so. Like there, I think there's some things where you're probably going to be always at the one end, where it's going to be a matter of trying to win people over. And I think there's some things that you're going to be at the other end, where it's like, well, no, we're just speaking truth and we're going to say it how it is. And if you hate me for it, I don't care. Mm. And I think when we're talking about stuff that is just pure evil, yeah, we're gonna like be on the end of of speaking, just speaking truth. When you were like, obviously, uh, or with stuff today happening, like you know, the child mutilation. Uh, mm sex change stuff that like that's that's evil and people don't you don't have to be a christian to to believe that there is a very big sense like that a lot of people understand that to be evil i think that's one thing where i don't i don't really care to like try to engage these people like it's it's evil and it needs to stop right and so i think we need to be very blunt with that kind of stuff now when we're talking about something like um I should have had an example in mind. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. What's another I mean, another like social topic that you would so, like? That's not like a, a sense of just straight evil, but very debatable. Uh, Gun rights. Sure. Like, I mean, we can we can discuss that all day long, but as Christians, like, we don't. If you take guns away from everybody, do I think that's going to be bad? Yes. Does right. that is is that a sense of just evil? Maybe by the people who are doing it, but like the concept as a whole is not an evil thing to take guns away. Mm-hmm. So like that's something I would not just, as a Christian person, like I will have that discussion with somebody, and you know I obviously you always want people to to, uh, be convinced of what you think, but I'm not just gonna sit there and be a thorn in someone's side just to, quote speak the truth. Right. Um. This just came to mind too. Like even when you're talking about um you know some some of like the more like like the horrific stuff about like you know um whether it's like you know child abuse or you know that that type of realm of you know people yeah that obviously i think there's there's something about i I have another idea but this just came to mind i think a lot of a lot of this comes down to us not for one it doesn't it comes down to us not knowing our bible well enough and like that sense of justice isn't immediate if that makes sense. So like that doesn't necessarily mean what's going to come out or what you're going to say, or like your delivery on something. But when you know something so well, you're at least going to be able to pick out sooner what is right and what is wrong. Right. Yeah. And through that, the more secure you are in it, I think your delivery is going to be better because of the situation. So like Mm -hmm. you have that one example. Now you have say abortion, me and you would say abortion itself is horrifically evil right and so we're going to attack the abortion topic with full steam you know no uh what's the word like we're going to give everything we've got toward making sure that that is no longer a thing 
However, when you start getting down to the people, especially the people involved, especially the women who have had abortions, even though the abortion topic is still the same, there's a grace that has to be given in that moment, right? There has to be something that is right. given to well, people who have gone through that and like the at the very least, the conversation that needs to be had given that, right? Because I think there's different baselines of where you're meeting someone. So we're going to have this... Right gospel infused heavenly focused basis for where we're at like that worldview we're on a completely different planet from these people and so i think right. instead of like in that situation i think that would be that's a good example of something that's horrifically evil in an area that we would say otherwise you go full-on kicking down doors to we need to have that conversation because that understanding isn't there those are two entirely different conversations you're going to have. You're, if, if your goal is to make abortion illegal in your state, mm-hmm. that's not a conversation you're having with one individual who had an abortion and right, what right. your thoughts are yeah. on it. The, those are like that's that that's going to be a different perspective, especially if you're talking about you know leading that woman to Christ to be a part of your church, whatever. But I think I do I, I do see your point though that that's that's a topic that. Will, would be handled in two different ways going two different directions because you get people you, you get said, people you know, on that side who are going to be very you know pro-abortion say if they've had abortion pro-abortion right and the people who've had it who are now you know not to say anti-abortion but they, there's something about that that did not you know didn't sit well right but they don't know where to go and so you got to find you got to kind of find where that is you know um so you can't just go kicking that's kind of the point like you can't go kicking down yeah. doors immediately you got to gauge where that person's at and figure out, all right, how am I gonna, how am I gonna kick down the door of abortion, but we're still keeping the person, you know, in mind. You said, you know, we, that we don't know our Bibles, and I, you know, I agree with with that. But uh, Ephesians four fifteen uh, came to mind, where uh, Paul's talking about, you know, growing the body of Christ, and it says, rather speaking the truth in love, we are to grow up in every way into Him who is the head, into Christ, from whom the whole body, so on and so forth. I mean, so I think, I think that like, that's, that's the, the, the litmus test of, of how we approach this speaking truth in love. Mm. If we're talking about something like the policy of, of abortion, speaking truth in love is stopping abortion on a legal level. Yeah. And so I'm not gonna, I, my, you know, my goal is not to win people over to my side. It's to cause change. Right. You know, now speaking truth in love, like again, with your, with your example, speaking truth in love to somebody who has had an abortion my 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 uh, goal is not about policy at the state level when I'm talking to an individual. So I'm still going to speak truth, and I'm still going to do it in love. But it's going to be a different yeah. aim, and it's going to be a different goal. And even if we're having that discussion, I'm still going to speak truth, but I'm not going to be qu- probably quite as as just straightforward and blunt as I would be if I'm you know leading a a protest kind of thing. You know, so I. I, I, but let's 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 kind of go because I think that we, we can talk about this. I think this is a fairly easy topic when we're talking about social issues or something. I think I'll, I think it's a lot harder when we're talking about faith matters and trying to bring people into the church because I think that's where a lot of Christians struggle and maybe don't 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 know that they struggle. You know, maybe they're maybe they're like the guy. Um, you know, with the ducky inner tube, maybe they are the ducky inner tube guy at Walmart. <laughs> they they just don't know. <laughs> they don't know they have a full on inner tube around their waist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know that is that is a great uh, parable right there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're speaking in parables now. <laughs> yeah, yep. 
Jeez. Give this man oh, a book wow. in the Bible. <laughs> so if we're talking about trying to bring people into the church and, you know, how, how do you think, how, how would you apply this whole mentality between blunt truth and being more engaging to try to bring people into the church or into the body? No, I think that's that is important. And I was thinking I was kind of thinking about that a little bit as we we're talking to of just like um experiences, I guess growing up. A lot of it too, I would even put like pushing people away from the church because of how people approached potential sin issues um or things that people within a certain church thought might be wrong were super aggressive toward it and now individual who's in has been you know whether they're legitimately hurt or not feels hurt abandoned betrayed and you know hates the church now so there's that side of it too but for yeah. people who are <clears throat> who are outside the church with i do think there needs to be some like tactfulness um yeah because i think most i, I would say at least w- within my realm most people are familiar with the church have had some sort of whether it was like they grew up in it um and like you know went every sunday with their family or you know just went on holidays um most everyone i i run into has at least they're familiar you know they they know what a christian church is or they at least know what yeah. you know what mass is or what what not <clears throat> um i i agree that that there, it, there has to be some sort of 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 strategy there because um like for example i was i was talking to a guy um on the phones this morning who he made the comment and i i didn't have a chance to engage his comment just with how the call went but he was like he was questioning some stuff about about the faith and he's like he goes you know i've i've, I've listened to to joel Osteen a number of times and he goes because i i don't know if what he's preaching is is true or not but it, it sure is uplifting yeah. And like okay, in in a situation like that, okay, had I had the opportunity or you know known the person especially, right? That's a time where like I I don't care about, I don't care so I do care about winning you over, but like my first point would be no, this is why he's a false teacher, you know, lay the thing down, and then we can maybe discuss and I can try to win you over. But I think I think so many people would use that. At least the first part. I think I think so many people wouldn't even think about the back part of trying to win you over. Maybe after saying what is true, but they wouldn't even. I think that's that would be the default position of you know if if you believe something different or don't understand as as I might, and that's I mean that's not a pride thing. That's just, you know some people are more ignorant about biblical truth. Right. That their default position would be to just spill it all out and basically turn people away forever because they're a jerk. Yeah. Um, I like they kind of went down the church angle a little bit, like with like a Joel Osteen thing. I think, and I think this is like culturally wide with Christians. We have a tendency to, um, it's almost like we have a tendency to water down the gospel for the sake of the gospel. Um, and yeah, I think that's a uh, pretty great great way to say that. And I think that's a pretty like consistent, like even in churches that are solid, you see there's a topic or two. There's almost always a topic or two. That's a little bit just kind of, it's not even pushed under the rug. It's just kind of peeking out of the rug or it's literally just watered down just a little bit. And it's like, okay, we, we'll touch this. We'll give it its due thought, but we're not going to really do anything about it. Um, and 
it's all it's literally all for the sake of getting people in the doors i i mean yes it's great to get people in the doors but i don't think that no i don't even want to say i think i know it's that doesn't need to like the gospel will speak for itself right and i don't think we need we I, i think we have a tendency to think that we need to help jesus do his thing and i think that's right that's that potentially as far as how churches operate i would say that's probably you know top three maybe even the problem with the church in america is that i think we have a tendency to try to help jesus do his thing when jesus has literally already done it we need to walk into what he has already done for us which is if you gotta be blunt on a topic you gotta be blunt on a topic and if that means that you're not gonna meet your attendance numbers for that quarter or that year or whatever maybe that's a good thing yeah maybe that's what the lord's got for you you know i don't think every church needs to be growing by 20 percent. you know every semi of the year or whatever um well we went to a church for a little bit in in college that had like 80 people and they did more than churches i've seen of a thousand people yeah honestly uh but I think too when you look at this whole this whole dichotomy and and where you you know how how you engage the the method uh, I think Jesus with the Pharisees is a is a really good uh, illustration of that I mean like Mark eleven when they ask him uh, you know by whose authority do you do these things yeah and in the end his answer is I'm not going to tell you right it's like I, you know it's there, there's that and then there's other times when they uh, you know give to Caesar what is Caesar and give to God what is God's. And he's engaging them. And you know, there's, there, the, you know, he, he goes and calls them a brood of vipers, you know, and there's, he, he, like, sometimes he's, he's very engaging and trying to like, I mean, he's always speaking truth, but he's like trying to speak truth into their lives, yeah. essentially. Right. At least the way I understand it. Yeah. And then there's other times where he's like, you guys are a bunch of stupid idiots. Yeah. It's in the message version. Um, and I think, and, with- uh, I think with that too, like, I think one of the, I mean, obviously Jesus did everything great, you know, no qualms over here. I got nothing. No, I got, no, I got no notes, but I think one, like what I pick out of like Jesus ministry and something that I think I, I would like one of the top things that I could emulate is like what, like literally what we're talking about, like the people that he's direct with and the people that he seems to walk through a little bit more. And then there's the people that he just explains it like there's no parable like this is this is how it is you know like yeah i 100 know that you're not going to understand this at all so i'm just going to tell it to mm-hmm. you plain um yeah and it seems to be that the people who should know better very upfront with which in like if i put that into today's yeah. terms i think in a lot of ways those are the people that were like in our lives we're kind of scared to be I think those are the people that we are really we really back away from when it comes to like speaking truth and because we know that they're gonna take it the wrong way, right? They're living a life yeah. that is outside of what they know they should be living. And us kind of going into that, I think we we come into that and I'm guilty of this for sure. We go into that with a little bit of treating them like uh you know, treating them like one of the five thousand instead of the Pharisees, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And I think in a lot of ways, we have those relationships that we do have the opportunity to speak truth in people's lives very bluntly with grace, right? Like with the, 
right. with the um, perspective that we are also sinners. We are also screwing up. Mm-hmm. There's things that we need to do and that we're not just leaving this you know, guy or girl to dry. Like We're going to point out the issue, but we're still going to walk through it with them. Like I don't think Jesus was ever just hanging the Pharisees out to dry, but they also knew way better like they were the they were the guys they should have been the guys um and then you go to people like the disciples you know jesus is very pointed to disciples several times but there's always some sort of grace kind of behind it there's always some sort of story there's always something to kind of like pinpoint the lesson it's not just straight up like what are you doing you know smack you across the face type thing it's uh right the little slap on the hand hey let's get back in the game you know um and then there's people you know uh uh, who is it? Is that the uh, is it the woman at the well that he kind of starts talking through like story wise, a um, little bit parable, like ask her questions, like who's your husband, like all this I am he, yeah, yeah and yeah. then at the end just kind of lays it out plain. Is that in that the yeah, yeah. Um, yeah? So like those three instances, I think, and we I think we can really take that into like modern day. I think that's extremely applicable to understand who you're talking to, what they're. Um, I don't know experience level or their knowledge level I guess or I don't know but what is their status in the faith realm I guess I don't know Um, and then move into that arena in that way Um, which takes a lot of wisdom and I think it takes a lot of practice too um, and working the edges out kind of with everything you're saying we should never just be speaking truth without any sort of intention to win people over and I don't think anybody most people don't tend to do that maybe if you're Maybe on social media, where it's like I just want to throw my opinion out for the world to see well, for no particular reason. I don't like, think if you're social media, you somebody, can. I don't think you really. It's so hard. Like you can, but it's so hard on social media to do that. But, but I'm saying most people aren't trying to engage anything. Exactly. Like, like that's why. Like, a, like how do you engage? You know, like you're not looking at anyone. Right. You're just putting words on a screen, right. and people don't even know who you are. They just see the words, and then right. look at your name real quick, and they're like, "Oh, screw you, Ben." You know, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. But when you're when you're talking to people, or when you're you, you talking to people, or talking to a group, or something, there is there's that desire for to win people over. You know, whether whether you're talking about something like abortion, or whether you're talking about something like Ohio State football, you're trying to win people over. Yeah. Um, and so I think it's I I I think it's it's foolish to think that that's really happening again outside of social media where people are just speaking truth without that intention at all. But I think I think like you said, we have to go go about it in a very you know with with a lot of wisdom and discernment. And I think too that sp- speaking truth doesn't mean you're just saying the truth. It, it 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 it's being meticulous and being thought out in how you're presenting that. Like, did you see the uh, the Tim Pool clip from the other day about about abortion? Mm-mm. You know who Tim Pool is? I think so pretty sure yeah he's 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 a pot he's a podcaster he's on youtube he's um he's kind of centrist on honestly one of the mm. one of the few um but he uh he, he's got he's got one of his podcasts uh called uh tim cast irl uh, this clip went viral and by the time this podcast comes out it will have been um a couple of months ago um but he he has this this uh abortion rights something or other guy on and the guy he he asked the guy like why should why should abortion be allowed? And this guy says, well, you know, it's the woman's body and, you know, it's all the stereotypical arguments. And he goes, he goes, should a, uh, should a pregnant woman be allowed to do meth? The guy's like, well, no. And he's like, why? He's like, cause, cause it could hurt the baby. And Tim Pool goes, but it's her body. 
and this guy just like drops silent for a minute. Yeah. And obviously he's making the point that you're making you're using your logic because you want abortion, but when you use that logic towards meth, suddenly you're against it. And so like in right. that, did did he just go out and blow this guy to pieces? No, like he asked a question that spoke truth. I think there's I think something. That's, I, I think that's where we have to attack all. Whether we're talking about political social issues, whether we're talking in the church, it's it's not so much about speaking truth. And I'm bent towards that, just like everyone else is. We don't want to ask questions, and you know, our as people, our our bent is not to ask that question that like basically makes them argue against themselves. Yeah. We want to tell them why they're stupid. Right. We want to tell them why they're the the ducky inner tube guy. When usually. Again, like depending on the situation, a lot of times that's not the way that you actually like you can speak truth, but they're not going to hear it. Yeah. When you can engage them and ask those questions, and that doesn't mean that that's that that, that you never use that. Again, if somebody's discussing Joel Osteen, I I don't think you need to sit there and try to get them to cor- like paint themselves in a corner. No, you can just I I've talked to people that like thought Joel Osteen were, was a really good guy, and I was able to talk to them like, no, he, okay, here's what he's teaching look at this quote, you know, and they were came to find that, okay, maybe at the very least this guy, I need to look into him a little bit more. And so I think, again, it, it like everything else that we always talk about, it depends on the situation, but I think we, we do need to try to engage people that that needs to be the goal. And we want to win people over, but I think we, we plant our flag on truth yeah. and it, again sometimes that's going to be really blunt and you're just going to say it sometimes it's going to be a little bit more of a roundabout way but i think with what you said earlier was the was a perfect way of saying it that we can't water down the gospel or really we can't water down truth of any sort yeah for the sake of truth because if if we do that then we're no better than those who are living a lie right and i think of it as like just growing up in sports like playing sports remember a couple teams that we'd be on and we'd like we'd almost like water down a game plan a little bit um yeah and like in a lot of ways maybe toward like the beginning of the year like when we're trying to get going it would help a little bit but if we were like a good team and we had potential like whenever we did that whenever we like tried to almost it was almost like move away from the freedom that we had and just what we already knew like what we're already good at and do things like in a more like wholesome sense it never really worked out very well but when we like got back to like, hey, let's work hard. Let's put together an actual good game plan and execute this thing and then work together with that. I think that was good. And I like what you said, too, because I was going to get there, but you kind of talked about it. But just that like almost that questioning mentality. I think that's something else like that takes it takes a lot of experience and work to get good at. You know, I'm not great at it. Yeah. I try it and like I'll like leave conversations be like that was not done very well. Um but there is something extremely powerful about that of engaging, almost not even really hitting. You're hitting the topic without even having to hit the topic. Um, yeah. And like, I remember one one really good conversation I had with a friend. We were talking about like, you know, the use of drugs and um, you know my perspective on it. His perspective. He wasn't a believer, um, but just being able to kind of talk through those things and like, because I think in one way, yeah, you're. You're, when you ask questions and you're digging, um, you're letting them talk through some stuff. You know, and it's engaging, but you're also learning, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I yeah. think that also that exposes you to different perspectives, exposes you to different ways of thought, the things that you don't even, you're not even tracking with or thinking about. Um, you're finding, you know, gaps and holes in your own 
thinking and things that you need to kind of study up on and just be like, oh yeah, like I'm not really, I don't really have an answer for that either. Um, right. But I think that's also it. Like patience is really, really key. Being willing to say, I don't know to something. Um, but that all comes down to like that engagement and being willing to put in some like hard work or not even see it through. Mm-hmm. Like there's the classic, hey, I'm right. not, you know, I might be the the third planted seed on a string of 20 seeds that this person sees and I won't find out about the 20th seed until I get to heaven, you know? Um, right. And be shocked when I see him and be like, what? And hopefully hear that story one day. Um, yeah. So anyway. And I think that's the thing too, is very, 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 very rarely are you going to change somebody's mind in an instant? Yeah. A lot of times that might happen over time. And sometimes like that's, yes, you want people to see the truth of anything. Like when, like, again, going back to like the whole gun rights thing, look through history and there's a lot of a lot of stuff to back up that the freedom to bear arms is good however if somebody in my church disagrees with me in the end that does not pertain to their salvation but we don't need to win people over on our it's it's more than an opinion but it's not like a sense of you must agree with me for tav to like be on the side of truth yeah right yeah and so i I think we need to keep that in mind too that like discussions are great debates are great when we can have them civilly like you said it helps both sides learn we you know we should always be shifting a little bit in our opinions and in our understandings but we don't always need people to be on our side on everything yeah real quick i know we're running out of time but like we even me and you went to a church i would say we like this we didn't disagree on anything core but kind of like what we talk about like that, just like right outside the outer core part. Um, yeah. And it wasn't even something we, it was something that that church, a couple of to- like topics that they had made more central to their church. And even though yeah. we disagreed for a long time, I think both me and you were pretty solid going there because they, their yeah. mindset was good. And like they were willing, I think as a church, we had issues eventually going there, but had it just been the people, had it just been ministry related, going the community serving, like those type of things like doing actual life um i would have had no problem doing anything with that i still well, we both, i still wouldn't have done, had any problem you know yeah. doing ministry well, we, well, we and both, stuff like that we both left there because we both felt in different ways that it was time to move on not because right. we hated the church yeah well hopefully uh you gained some knowledge of the truth today uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe I maybe did. the next podcast will be more blunt <laughs> yeah <laughs> i learned something <laughs> Well, we uh, we thank you for listening. Continue to write in some questions, and uh, we will be back uh, in two weeks with a question about uh, marriage and if if it's necessary to go through the legal process of it or not. So, tune in a couple weeks to hear that one, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Hey everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast of Dummies with Wisdom. To give us comments, ask questions, or submit pictures of other dummies you find in the wild, email us at dummieswithwisdom at outlook.com or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dummieswithwisdom.